The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays, live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Watch for brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, March 27th, currently 11.05 on the East Coast. Here to break down a new week of betting. Two weeks left in the association for the regular season before we get into the play-in tournaments. But a lot still left to be decided. Some crucial games going down here tonight. But helping me to break it all down, you guys know him as the superstar of the show. It's the villain, Terrell Furman Jr. What's going on, Terrell? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm living. I mean... How are we supposed to talk about basketball? Lamar Jackson's over here talking about he wants to trade. How are we supposed to come in here and talk about basketball? It's this is this is what the NFL does. You finally <laughs> you finally start to get ahead of steam in basketball. Basketball starts to get its own traction going, and then they come and they drop a storyline like this out of nowhere. This was March second. They could have dropped this a long time ago. We're rolling into the playoffs now. We got two weeks left. We got the play in coming. We got Dallas on the outside. We got Utah on the outside. We don't know what's going on with the Suns or what's going on with the Clippers or what's going on with the Warriors. It's so much going on, and the NFL drops this, and now everybody's talking about them. Well. I appreciate everybody that's here to talk about the real sport, and that's the NBA. 14 people watching right now. Obviously, those numbers are going to increase here, but this might be a good time to also remind you that Terrell is one of the co-hosts on the NFL Gambling Podcast. We're going to be ramping up uh, content this week as well, getting into some win totals as well, talking Lamar Jackson. But like Terrell said, hey, we're here for the NBA. So um, seven days a week now, Terrell. How did you guys do yesterday on the picks? Oh no! I'm oh, it was terrible. I hate weekend picks. <laughs> I hate it's because weekend is hard, man. I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Yeah, weekend. I got crushed. Uh, that's I mean that's why I was never like really tripping for the long part to do weekend shows. But I understand why you would want weekend shows. Like you want different perspectives and stuff like that. And I enjoy doing the weekend shows. But like weekend bets are definitely hard, especially when college basketball, college football going on because like so much of my attention goes there first, and then I got to go figure out what's going on, you know, somewhere else. It's not like the NFL where at least I can handicap throughout the whole week for that for a weekend game in the NFL. So yeah. uh, I don't necessarily like and I think what I'm going to start doing more of is lowering the unit size on the weekend because this weekend was really, really tough. It was some spots that we got right. Like I, I called the Bulls uh, going yeah. out there and showing up against the Lakers that that felt like, you know, something that was going to happen. But it was also a lot of bad losses, man. A lot of bad losses. Yeah, there was uh, obviously Dallas dropping both games against Charlotte. They lost again last or sorry, yesterday. Uh, against the Charlotte Hornets did the Dallas Mavericks pretty much almost the same script of what kind of transpired in that game in Dallas. I believe it was on Friday. Um, Charlotte just got out to a great lead. The Mavericks did come back in the second half. I know they took a lead, but at the end, 
of the day, they just weren't able to uh, get the job done against the Hornets. So they dropped now. I believe they are, as of today, are outside looking in for the uh, play-in tournament bracket uh, in the Western Conference. Yeah, they're number 11, one game back of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They do have a game tonight. I, I just don't know how you're supposed to win when you get out-rebounded 58-37. Like, how do you win the yeah. game? <laughs> if P.J. Washington had a double-double. Mark Williams mm-hmm. had 15 and 16. I, I I don't understand how you expect to win the game when you're getting out-rebounded like that. And honestly, like, everybody's blaming Jason Kidd, and I get why you're blaming Jason Kidd, but it's just they don't – like, it's the personnel of the team. Yeah. I, I just think the personnel of the team is not good. And when their three-point shot isn't hitting, well, guess what? They're not going to win games, guys. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, Bulls go into L.A., take care of business against the Lakers. Did see LeBron uh, return yesterday. I think that was a big news uh, for the Lakers. But, again, they dropped the game yesterday, 118-108 against the uh, Chicago Bulls. Doesn't hurt the Lakers too much. They're still right there in the in the seven to ten range. But again, that's going to change every single day. We'll keep an eye on it for sure. But anything else from yesterday, uh, Terrell? Before we dive into the Monday games, nope. All right. Before we get into the games here uh, for the Monday schedule, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor. That is WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and ton of, tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And during WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And we are on to the final four. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer, Bet 100, and get 100. Limited state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sport, uh, head over to winbed.com or download the WinBet app. Offers have to change terms and conditions at winbed.com. Must be 20 years or older and present. And say we're playing through WinBed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. If you're looking out to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. And the Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of the Final Four action, live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in on saturday all right Terrell, let's get into the schedule here tonight uh first game on the board like we just talked about is going to be the dallas mavericks they are headed to indiana to take on the pacers uh currently the pacers are a one point favorite uh this line opened up in favor actually of dallas but the, that line has now flipped to minus one total opened up at 236 that is currently sitting at 234 uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, like I mentioned, Dallas did play yesterday, so they haven't submitted one just yet. But for the Indiana Pacers, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner are both questionable, and Chris Duarte is uh, out tonight with left ankle soreness. Uh, Terrell Pacers laying one here against the Dallas Mavericks, going up against their former head coach, Rick Carlisle. What are you thinking about this game? 
I I mean, if there was ever a better time for a good matchup for the Dallas Mavericks, it was now. Even though, you know, the Pacers still are probably going to kill them on the boards, that's just something that they're not going to get behind. But if you make every shot, you don't got to worry about, you know, them getting rebounds. And the Pacers have the last place defense over the past five games, giving up the most points over the past five games. It's not good whatsoever. And so if there's ever a team that has lost two straight, extremely offensive dependent, like completely offensive dependent. And if they hit their shots, they're going to win the game. If there was ever a team for them to play and to get a win against, it is the Indiana Pacers who can't defend anything at all whatsoever. So uh, I understand why the Pacers are laying the point after what we just saw over the course of the weekend with Dallas Mavericks and the fact that they're on and back-to-back playing in this game and traveling up to Indiana, playing the former coach, all that. However, at some point, they do have to hit do or die mode, right? I felt like that was yesterday where I absolutely got killed because I bet on them again, the Mavericks. But you're right. I think the, oh Charlotte. I mean, I, we didn't mention this about Charlotte is that they were they've been one of the better defensive teams since All Star break, which we really haven't really talked about. I know we've mentioned it, but Pacers, like you mentioned, now were at dead last as far as defensive rating. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the thing about Charlotte is that Charlotte has been pretty good defensively. Then they have a bad game. We're like, oh, they're back. All right. And then we forget about it. And then they yeah. start playing good defense again. And we're like, oh, well, you too little, too late. And nobody pays attention. But it's night and day difference between Charlotte and the Pacers. So I understand why, you know, there's probably a lot of – and there's probably going to be a huge hesitance to play the Mavericks today. But we have to remember, Indiana can't guard shit. <laughs> anything at all whatsoever period point blank like really really bad so, i mean it, it's too many scores on the dallas Mavericks side for me to just let you know what happened over the course of the weekend affect the handicap of this game i'm still going dallas yeah i think the only thing that does make me nervous dallas on back-to-back situations this season on the road are just had it in front of me where to go uh, two and seven against the spread, one and eight straight up. Um, let me check how that's been after the All Star break. I don't think they played that many back to back games. Um, they did have the Pelicans, they lost that game, but again, like you mentioned, it is desperation mode. Um, I'll lean with the Patriots. I probably won't have an official play on this game. It's like probably the total here where the number currently is at 234. Uh, the Mavericks on back-to-back situations this season on the road, seven and two towards the over averaging close to 234 points uh, per game or in that game. Um, right number the number is at 234. I'm going to go with the over here. Like you mentioned, Terrell, I feel like this might be a game where the Mavericks offense really, you know, just takes their frustrations out after what's happened over the last two games. Luca, I know he had 40 points last night, but if you watch that game early on, they were like three of like 18 or 20 in that first quarter. Nothing was going in for the Dallas Mavericks. That Most of their points came from that free throw line in that first quarter. But again, like you mentioned there, Terrell, that now you're going up against a defense that's dead last over the last five games as far as defensive rating. I think this is a game where the offense or the offense of the Mavericks uh, breaks out. Pacers, we know, can put up points as well. Seven and two towards the over in back-to-back situations on the road. I'm going to go with the over here. It's one of my favorite plays in this game at 234. Do you have any thoughts on the total? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really don't trust the Mavericks to play any type of defense, so I have to like the over. But 
I think that what just feels a lot better for me is just saying that there's no way they don't put up 117 on the Pacers. Yeah. Like they, they, they is 116 a half. There's no way they don't put up 117 on the Pacers. I mean, I mean, look at the past few games. You have 143 to the Hawks, 120 to the Celtics, 114 to the Pit Raptors, 115 to the Hornets, 141 to the 76ers, 123 to the Bucks, 117 to the Pistons, 115 to the Pistons, 125 to the Rockets, 147 to the 76ers again, another 122 to the Bulls. I mean, that's the month of March. So, I mentioned these two teams matched up in in the or sorry in Dallas, and I think it was like one twenty two, one twenty win. So the points were there in that game. Uh, yeah, well. Dallas team total over, over for the game. Dallas, I mean, I I gotta assume Dallas wins the game if they get into a shootout. If they get into a shootout, and Dallas loses the game. Like that's, I guess, the team that really has nothing to play for again. Three in a row when you're fighting for a play-in. No, that that is a punishable offense. But that team total feels like one of the safer bets today. All right, so let's get into some player props here for this game. Anything that you do like? Uh, well, let me see. I'm not, not see if Dallas props are out yet. Uh, I only see Kyrie and Reggie Bullock. Not even anything for Indiana either. Yeah, is did Luca pick up that tech for a suspension? Oh yeah, so he might not be playing here tonight. That's a great. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Unless yeah. they rescind it, but we'll see. Because it was like during the third. I think it was the third quarter when he got that sixteenth tech. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah, it's not official because they do have to look at it and see if it gets rescinded. But um, when do they ever rescind text? Like they never rescind text, even when it's not the player's fault. They don't rescind text. So more than likely, no look in this one, meaning that you should probably just put it all on Kyrie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, go back to is Tim Hardaway? Is Tim Hardaway on? He played the yesterday. So, man, see, when Tim Hardaway plays, he really takes minutes away from Jalen Hardy, Jaden Hardy. So, Kyrie, no Luka, but Tim Hardaway as well. So, you go Kyrie, Tim, and Josh Green, because Josh Green has good games when Tim Hardaway plays. But when Tim Hardaway plays, that really takes away from Jaden Hardy's minutes, especially coming off the bench. I got to see the lineup, but I'm, I'm assuming those three is the way to go in terms of scoring. They still like even without Luca, they still have the scoring that's necessary. I'm not I'm not yeah. worried about the scoring. It's just the fact of who's going to do the scoring because he does play around with the lineup. Uh, trying to look up the pace number because I feel like they f- play a little faster um, without Luca in the lineup and when Kyrie is in there. Um, because because Kyrie is willing to push the pace and run the floor, get to either get to the rim or find somebody. But Luca wants to set the half court half up, court, yeah. get into the pose, get into the spot, and kind of work from there. So I assume that it would be a quicker pace. Yeah. Uh, it's around the same, but I think efficiency wise, I think it, I think they're better suited running as far as if you do like the over, like we do in this game. So yeah, again, without Luca, you probably want to look at Kyrie props. Um, 
like Terrell mentioned, also uh, Hardy as well. He's been really good for them when he does play. His three-pointers, he's been a really good three-point shooter as well. Um, but, yeah, not much else, again, with no numbers really out right now for player props. I'm not really seeing anything else. But you have anything else for this game or any other player props? Uh, no, no, I'm good. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Or, you know what, before we do that, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays. Summertime is right around the corner, and our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. And if you lose or enter your pair or are even on one day, day one when you order them, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with fighting, uh, with sorry, feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within a 30-day return window period. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off when you buy two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Again, promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, let's get over to the second game of the night here, Terrell. We've got the Milwaukee Bucks. They are headed to the Motor City to take on the Detroit Pistons. Uh, This line opened up in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks at 16. That number is now up to 17. Starting to see some 17 and a halves pop up. Uh, Total opened up at 232. That number is up to 233 at most books. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start with the road team, the Bucks here. Uh, only player that is out is Myers Leonard, Goran Dragic, Jay Crowder, and Giannis are all probable. For the Detroit Pistons, questionable tags on Corey Joseph and Rodney McGruger. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is out. Hamadou Diallo is out. Boyan Bogdanovich is out. And Alec Burks. So Bogdanovich, Burks, Diallo, and Stewart all out here tonight for the Detroit Pistons. Terrell. Milwaukee length 17 uh, and a half. Let's go 17 and a half as consensus now in the Motor City on the road here. I think Milwaukee's actually covered 17 and a half in the last three meetings in. Yeah, I think they've covered 17 and a half in the last three meetings in Detroit. Last they, two. I think they've just been crushing like bad teams. I mean, I. I I I don't know how Detroit's supposed to keep up in this game. <laughs> normally, um, normally I can talk myself into taking Detroit in a bunch of points against almost pretty much anybody, but Milwaukee just even when they're fully healthy, Milwaukee just kind of beats the shit out of them. Like you had the what the one win, maybe it was that last year. I think it was last year, but like, and it was a it was a close game in Milwaukee this season. I remember that one. We was on Detroit in that one, I think, but um. Yeah, guys, I I, I I can't do it this time. I don't know if I can do it this time with just, you know, the state of Detroit. And they're just letting the young guys get some experience, really. And yeah. I 
they bury this team when they're fully healthy and they have their best players available and they don't even have that. And Killian Hayes is still getting extended minutes. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and just say my now here's where I think I want to play it, though. And I think we played a minus five and a half in the first quarter yeah. because Dwayne Casey has gone on the record saying that they're a terrible first quarter team and that, you know, if they were in a going into a playoff hunt or a push or anything like that, he probably would have made some adjustments to make sure that they play better in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. However, since they have nothing to play for, he said he wants to get these guys some extended minutes and, and if re- really evaluate them towards the end of the season. So he hasn't made any adjustments to making them a better first quarter team and just kind of letting them figure it out. And with this, I see Milwaukee trying to get in and out of this game relatively quickly, especially after Saturday, Saturday, especially after Saturday in in Denver, they're back mm-hmm. down from elevation after two games at elevation. Legs probably feel a lot fresher. Probably you got a day of rest because you played back to back games at elevation, so that day of rest was really really good, and you probably feeling pretty fresh. I'm gonna just take Milwaukee in the first quarter minus five and a half. I think they could go ahead and be up by ten in the first quarter. Uh, the first play I made this morning was Bucks first quarter minus five and a half and the team total over 31 and a half for everything that you just mentioned there. Right? I feel like this is going to be something similar that we saw what they did in Utah where they just came out in three quarters and took care of business mm-hmm. um, in that game and gave the, you know, the starters uh, the fourth quarter off. But uh, you take a look at what's kind of transpired between these two teams so far this season. Um, they have, let's see, the Bucks have won 150 to 130. 116 to 91 and then there was a closer game back in october uh 31st where the bucks only won by two points but you know they don't they don't play with their food with the bucks and that's what i like about this team like they'll go out and take care of business whether it's in the the first quarter second quarter or by the third quarter it's it's a 20 to 25 plus margin against some of these weaker opponents in the association so i I like the first quarter uh if you want to bet first half as well you could see a possibility where, you know, the Pistons backdoor it in the final couple minutes there if it's like a 20-point game and they end up winning by 15 or something like that. But I think you probably want to look at the Bucks early in this game. It's I know we've talked a lot about it. it's very difficult to lay that many points against with any team, especially on the road um, at, what, 17 and a half right now. So I think both Terrell and I agree here about first quarter. Um, I'm on the first half, and I'm taking both team totals as well for the uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. It's 31 and a half for the first quarter, and the first half is at 62 right now. So I do like that. Uh, let's go over to the total here, Terrell. 233 between the Bucks and the Pistons. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, do we expect the Pistons to score any points against the Bucks today? Uh. I, I don't want anything to do with the full game of this total. I think that I just want to play this game early. It, if I had to go some it, – it's really do we expect the, the Bucks to let off the gas and let them score some points towards the end of the game. And I think everybody's expecting like a at least 130 on Milwaukee's side. Mm-hmm. And like that – you're just asking for 100 from freaking – Detroit at that point, yeah. but I really think that Milwaukee may have like 
they're not going to keep trying the entirety of this game. They just came again, back-to-back games in Utah, Denver, both of those games at elevation. Mm. I'm going under, I think Milwaukee's not going to score as many points as we think, but they're just going to really strap up Detroit and this stays under. Don't uh, play Pistons team total under 107 and a half. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I got to with that logic. Yeah. Uh, all right. Player props in this game. Anything that you do like? Who can we play on a box bench? Hmm. Let's see. Don't have any bench numbers up there. So let's think, think, think. I mean, Grayson Allen, me. It can do a bother. Uh, I mean, Grayson Allen starts, though. I feel like. But, I mean, but the starters are going to start. I say, I say you take first quarter lines on the starters. Some type of. Come on, Giannis is seven and a half in the first quarter. What are we doing? Yeah, like, okay, Giannis, seven and a half. That makes sense. And then we wait for the bitch props and we get down on Bobby Portis. We get down on. Shoot, Trey Crowder probably is. If Trey Crowder plays, he probably threes is probably at like one and a half. Javon Carter, maybe. Yeah, like something like that. Because honestly and truly, who takes it? Who is taking this game serious? Let me see who played a lot of minutes off that bench against Utah. Grayson Allen, when he came out in that first quarter, he scored 25. I think he liked the first three pointers or first three three pointers. Bobby only played 22 minutes. Wes Matthews, 23 minutes. He only played two. He only had two points in that game. Joe Ingles. No, they're not going to put Joe Ingles out there either. I think Bobby Portis maybe rebounds. He played. I mean, I'm always. I can always talk myself into a Bobby Portis double double, like very, very easily. Yeah. And and it's the fact that they lower his line because he's coming off the bench and all this other stuff. I can always talk myself into a Bobby Portis double double. Okay. I don't hate that. Um, so we just got news. Buddy healed illness now listed out Monday for the Pacers. Oh, wow. That line is about to flip to Dallas being a favorite on the road. Yeah, it hasn't moved yet, but let's see. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, all right. Anything else for this game? Uh, no, no. I'm good. All right. Let's keep it rolling here. Next game on the schedule, we got the Houston Rockets. They are in Madison Square Garden here to take on the Knicks. Another big spread here. This line opened up in favor of the New York Knicks at minus 12 and a half. That number is now consensus minus 13 and a half. Total open up at 230 and a half. That number has stayed the course at 230. Another team that is on a back-to-back here, that is going to be the Houston Rockets. They took an L last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, 108-91. So no injury reports submitted for them yet. For the New York Knicks, uh, Jalen Brunson is officially questionable here tonight on the injury report. He has a right-hand sprain, uh, but everybody is healthy and ready to go for this team for the New York Knicks. Uh, we'll mention this. The Rockets on back-to-back situations this season, nine, sorry, three and nine against spread. They are five and seven towards the under, but they have been getting absolutely smashed uh, in the second games of back-to-backs, in particular in that fourth, or sorry, first quarter, but We'll start with the full game here, Terrell. Um, minus 13 and a half for the New York Knicks. They're hosting the Houston Rockets here tonight. 
I mean, I just feel like we just do a first quarter parlay with the Knicks and the Bucks. Bucks, yeah. Yeah, just a two team first quarter parlay, late a five and a half with the Bucks, late a four and a half with the Knicks, because it's just night and day. Like, it's literally night and day difference between these teams in the last five games. And almost every single offensive category, the Knicks are top 10, lowest top 12 in the NBA. And in every single category, the Rockets are towards the bottom of the league. In pretty much every single category. Rebounding, points per game, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, like all of that. So I, 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 it's just I don't think that this is the matchup for the Rockets. I just want to take the Knicks early and get out, avoid any late-game heroics, avoid anybody really, really feeling themselves in the garden because – who knows? Freaking um yeah. uh, my next question was gonna be who's gonna turn into Michael Jordan. I mean, it could be it could be <laughs> Josh Christopher coming off the bench. It could be freaking Jashawn Tate who hasn't played all season. He could just magically get the fountain of life and come into the garden and it could be anybody. So, you know, let's just go ahead and get in and out with the money very, very quickly with these games. Uh, Rockets on back-to-backs on the road this season. 0-6 straight up, 1-5 against the spread. Uh, they are getting outscored of a final score of 126-109. to First quarter margin, uh, like we talked about here, Terrell, uh-huh. 30, they're getting outscored 34-24 to in those situations. So another game where, yeah, you're right. Look at first quarter. Even if you want to go first half, um, they're giving up an average of about 65 points per uh, game uh, in the first half in back-to-back situations on the road, and they're getting outscored by 13 points in that first half. And we know Knicks have been one of the better teams this season in the first half. So um, fresher legs, rest advantage for the New York Knicks here tonight. Not opposed to full game. I'm oh, sorry, I'm not opposed to the first quarter or first half because we've seen too many times this season, Terrell, where Knicks have just squandered the lead in the second half, and they let teams either come back and win outright or cover their numbers. So and in the past three games, they've been really bad to yeah. um, starting the game. They matter of fact, let me just go ahead and get the uh, the actual number. But with, in the Minnesota game, they were down super duper early in that first quarter. I think it was twenty point lead in the first quarter in that uh, Minnesota game. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. so uh, I believe they're zero and three in the one, well one and two. So they must have. I think that actually they covered that was it the Miami game that they covered the first quarter, but down really early to Minnesota down really early to Orlando end up losing the Miami game. I, this is a spot where they come out and say, let's have a good first quarter and let's go ahead and get out of here. What a way guys. Yeah. So I think there's another game where the big spread get on that first quarter, first half, I'm going to play the Knicks first quarter team total over 32. Um, First quarter number, like Toro mentioned, is at minus four and a half, uh, but also like the team total in the first half for the Knicks at 63 as well. So, again, not very good for the Rock. So, yeah, for the Rockets on back to back situations on the road so far this season. Um, full game total here is sitting at 230 here. Terrell, any thoughts on that? Um, I think I'm feeling the same way as. I kind of want to go over here because Knicks defense has been questionable over the past three games. And while I feel like the Knicks can 
cover this spread or have the opportunity to cover this spread, I wouldn't be surprised if they just let Houston be able to score. Like that's the difference. I don't like how the Knicks has playing been playing defense recently. And so I'm going to actually go over the 230 in this one because I think Houston is going to be able to find ways to score. And, of course, they will because guess where they are? Madison Square Garden. It's ridiculous. Um, Let's just yeah, go play the games at Rucker Park. <laughs> I'm with you on the over. I or think since that... St. John's since St. John's want to use the garden so much, let's just move our games into St. John's, in St. John's <laughs> arena. And that way, you know, everybody not feeling this Madison Square Garden love. Um, so that'd, be dope. To, that'd be dope. That'd be dope if like one game a year the Knicks play a game in St. Yeah, and no, at St. John's. St. John's. Because St. John's uses the Knicks place all the time. So one yeah. game a year they go play, and it's like a charity event or something like that. Money go proceeds because they go on tax because like there's no space in there. So that'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. All right, player props. What are you looking at? Who turns into the Michael Jordan for the Rockets? That's a question. Um. I'm thinking Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin is a good one. Um, I think you just go with. I think you just go with Jalen Green and just say Jalen Green has an efficient day today, because he can always put up those numbers. He's just never efficient. I think yeah, the other week, never... I think the other week, I made the comparison from of Jalen Green to Fred Van Fleet in terms of inefficiency. He's only at twenty one and a half. Yeah, I don't hate. Um, yeah, I think Jay Sean Tate last year had a double double in New York: eleven points, ten rebounds. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of options for the Rockets, actually. I can see all of them just getting some <laughs> getting some Madison Square Garden courage. Honestly, like honestly, I think it's a lot of options. Like I think somebody somebody's absolutely gonna hit big on one of these props because these props are super low and somebody's gonna have 30 for this team. Torian Prince esque. Seven of seven from three point. I wonder it might just be Jabari. As this was this was gonna happen. Jabari's gonna he's go been, like, he's been heating up. He yeah. he's looked like a third overall pick for the past two weeks or so. Not enough for you know the early part of the season, but for the last couple of weeks, he has looked like a third. Uh, I, I gotta, I'll make my mind up later. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna three, buy in on somebody, I just don't know who yet. Yeah, his three point prop is at one and a half at even money. I don't hate that for tonight for Jabari. One and a half at even money, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe if again, keep in mind if Shangun doesn't go here tonight. That Jabari's been getting those double doubles for the Rockets and also Kevin Porter Jr. So I'm gonna keep an eye on that because I don't see I don't actually know Shangun props are out right now, but I know he's been sitting in back to back situations uh mm-hmm. for the Rockets. So keep that in mind. Um all right, Terrell, anything else for this game? Uh no, no. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Let's go over to the West Coast games. We are on to the, well, this might be a quick one. The Phoenix Suns laying six and a half against the Utah Jazz in Utah here tonight. Totals at 234. Uh, the sign opened up at minus six and a half at state consensus. Total opened up at 233 and a half. Been bet up half a point to 234, like I mentioned. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams. For the Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Ayton is probable here tonight with a right hip contusion. Kevin Durant, I think they said, is targeting Wednesday for a comeback for the Phoenix Suns. 
For the Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, Rudy Gay, and Colin Sexton are all out. Lori Bird, a.k.a. Lori Markinen, is officially questionable here tonight for the Utah Jazz. Um, Terrell, we just sticking to the rule here? Yeah, why why would we switch? Because they won one game. We're gonna we're just gonna start we're gonna start betting the Suns because it's two rules in this one. Are we really gonna start betting the Suns without KD because they won one game? Are we like yeah. are we being serious? Yeah. Oh, and Philly on a back to back, and B. You know you heard how and B said he was exhausted, felt super sluggish at the end of that. Blah blah. I, what are we at? So what does that make them? Two and six straight ups without KD after KD joined the team. And let me see. Uh, one and seven ATS. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's right. Two and six straight up. One and seven with the eight games after KD rolled his ankle. So, and mindful on the other side, you have Utah as a dog who is 28, 11, and one as a dog. 27, 11, and 1, something like that. Mm. Yeah, wow, super hard decision here. And I'm getting six and a half points. Mm, wow, yeah. I have no idea what to do here at all. I, I just, I am really struggling with this one. Huh, wow. Um, I think that I'm just going to lean... Lean to the Utah Jazz. It just seems like a lot of points, guys. I, I, I don't know if I can trust the Suns and what they're doing. But the Suns do, you know, they've been to the their finals before. And they traded for KD. KD is out, but they traded for him. So uh, maybe we might have to, come on, like, be fucking for real. It's Utah plus six and a half. Utah sprinkle on the money line at home, fighting for the play in. The Suns riding high off of one win. Like, come on, we we let's not think too hard about this. I mean, yeah, you're not getting an argument for me. Ten and two as home underdogs are the Utah Jazz this season. Let's not overthink it, like uh, Terrell said. So let's get over to the total here, Terrell. That number he said salt. No, we're not salt baying on the Utah Jazz money line. I'm pretty heavy on Utah Jazz money line today, especially yeah, no, if Lori, especially if Lori plays. If Lori plays, like this is, they are going to win this game. If Lori plays, I, I they are going to win this game. If Lori plays, I will say that. I feel like I saw a note yesterday. I'll try to dig that up on Lori if he was going to play here tonight or not. But officially questionable right now. But why don't you take us into the total? I'll try to find uh, more news on Lori if he's playing here tonight for sure or not. Oh um, well, total sitting here at what do we have this total at two thirty four, and I understand why it went up three and a half points because Utah really not good defensively, but I think that this is a spot where their offense can just kind of take over. They can settle in back at home, settle in. They've gotten some really really good home wins throughout this stretch. Really tough losses, but some really really good home wins against Boston, against the Kings, and against yeah Boston and Kings. So I think that they can make it another here, especially after getting run out the gym on their home floor last time out by Mil- by Milwaukee. I like. Game to go over. Give me a Utah team total over because they're catching six and a half points. So we're getting a better number for the Utah Jazz on that team total. Uh, that what is that number at? The team total for Jazz. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. 
It's, I got it right here. Okay. Utah's team total is 113 and a half for tonight. Yeah, I'm 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 just not a buyer in this Suns team without Kevin Durant. And it's because it's, again, we talked about it. They trade all their pieces away. So they really, really, really struggling. Last few games for the Suns, they gave up that 105 to Philly. Uh what was that on Saturday? And then you got 135 to the Kings, 122 to the Lakers, 124 to OKC, 113 to Orlando, 116 to the Bucks, 123 to the Golden State Warriors, 128 to the Kings here again. So they, what was the number I said it was? 113. So they only did not, so only one team didn't get to that number. Well, two teams, I lied, because you have Philly. So two teams didn't get to that number. Philly and Orlando, and Orlando scored 113. I will take my chances with the Jazz team total over 113.5. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the over in this game. I, I think that Jazz, they've been terrible on defense. Um, I mean, on, since they started, quote-unquote, tanking. Uh, but... I think Phoenix can get their points. I think, again, if Lori does play here tonight, I think Jazz will get their points here as well. So I'm leaning towards the over of 234 in this game. Um, Aaron pointing out last four home games for the Utah Jazz have gone over the total. It's a perfect 4-0. Uh, good trend there. Um, player props in this game, Terrell, what are we looking at, if anything? All right. Well, DeAndre is expected to play. Uh, he he has a he actually has a double double in his last three. Yeah, his last three games against and the one that they played well, one of these games he has a twenty nine and twenty one. I'm sure somebody was out for him to have twenty nine and twenty one. Somebody had to be out. Uh all right, where are we at? Who is our savior today? I'm going back. Where's these three prop numbers at? Did they make them plus money again? For yep, Kelly Olynyk is plus one twenty-two for one and a half, and Abaji is plus one forty-five for over two and a half. So let's get back down on the three-point props for those two. Going to need a big game by then, especially if uh, Lori cannot go in this game. Then especially, especially that I think Walker Kessler is going to take on the DeAndre Ayton matchup, especially with Ayton first game back. So I think that he's going to have a pretty solid game in him. I can I can buy into his over 10 and a half rebounds today and him just staying over the floor. What's his block set? Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking up. <laughs> yeah, uh, over two and a half at plus 120. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really feeling that as well. I can load up on I can honestly load up on Utah props today and feel pretty comfortable about myself. Yeah, if Flory doesn't play here tonight, I'm definitely gonna be on PRA for Kelly Olenek, maybe sprinkle a little bit on double double and triple double for uh Kelly Olenek here tonight without him in the lineup. Uh, again, keep in mind that he is questionable right now, is Lori Markinen. Um that last game that you were mentioning, there's no just no Chris Paul. Devin Booker did play in that game. It was uh, Bridges, Booker, Aiden, Payne, and Torrey Craig that started against Utah, um, where Phoenix won that game by one. Uh, Devin Booker actually had 11 rebounds in that game as well. So, um, yeah, I'll probably look at Devin Booker here tonight on his points prop. I feel like he's been pretty good against the Utah Jazz. Trying to pull up his game log. Let's see. So he had 20. 
seven in the last matchup. But prior to that here, Terrell, he had 49, 33, 30, 43, 33, 31, and 35. Um, so I think it might be a good Devin Booker night. He is currently sitting at, for his points prop, 30 and a half. So I think it's a little baked in at minus one, oh, sorry, minus, yeah, 135. So, I mean, if you want to ladder that up to 35 or even possibly 40, I think, again, if we expect points to be had in this game, I think that would definitely come from uh, Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? I, yeah, DeAndre is back. So, do we just ladder Chris Paul's assist? Chris Paul's been getting it done, man. I mean, I know, he's, he's got his big man. He's, he's got his big man back, and he doesn't have to worry about trash Bismack Biombo not finishing at the rim. Yeah, um, I, that's like four. That's like four or five assists to DeAndre and easy on a pick and roll. Honestly, especially trying to get Walker uh, Kessler out of the paint and catch a matchup. I, I, I'm back. Let's ladder Chris Paul assist today. He could have like a 14 assist day, and I wouldn't be surprised. Do you see what the number is? Right, it's probably ten and a half, isn't it? It's at nine and a half. So he Minus had 16. He hasn't played them this season, but last year he had 16 a five point or sorry, five assist game and then 13 assist game as well. Prior to that, nine, nine, eight. So yeah, I can see definitely getting into double digits here tonight. Uh for CP3. Um anything else? No. Uh oh, well, Torian Cray has a block in five in seven straight games. Mm, yeah, Jared pointing that out. Torian Craig with a block. Uh let me see what his number is at. For minus one fifty. For one block is minus one fifty. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, if you want to parlay that with Walker Kessler, maybe that those are turning some pretty good odds there. But yeah, that's a great stat there. Seven straight. Maybe put that with Pat Bev, like an open parlay for books allows it. But yeah. All right. Uh okay. So we'll break it here for from part one. Uh first four games in the books. Still four more games to discuss uh, for the Monday night schedule. So we'll break it here for part one. Again, definitely check out part two for the final four games on the Monday schedule. Basketball. Get it, get it.